BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Testing homosexuals. Testing homosexuals. Speaking of homosexuals, Ray's here. Now, well, you're here. I'm queer. You're in my territory. And Robin's an ally. <laughs> She's trying to be. Okay. She always has been, but she needs this is the re education of Robin McMahon. Yes. So, Ray, why don't you explain? Because Robin's in the room and we'll be bringing her on periodically through the podcast. But Robin said, and I quote, I might have to shit in two minutes. So I don't want to start on the podcast. <laughs> she was going to give us a number two sign yeah. with her fingers. That, that's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. Mom, when we recorded the podcast yesterday, you actually took a dump on the podcast. So, Which is why we are re-recording today. There she goes. She's, she's running out of the room. She's afraid now. She's afraid now. <laughs> oh, she closed the door this time. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, so jumping right into it. What has Robin been doing recently that's driving us all nuts? Well, she's not. I mean, she's always driving us nuts. That's, yeah. you know, but we love her. We love her. We love her. Love this, her to You know, whatever. We're enjoying her while we can. Mm. You know, guys, because her time is coming to an end. I'm just kidding. She's been better health than both of us. Yeah. Truly. But we were laughing. We were at this baby shower on Sunday. And Robin was a little bombed. Robin was not a little. She was World War II bombed. You like fed her a taco and I, I loved it. Yeah, I had to. I said, I, Robin, the funny thing is too, Robin has these moments where she's either really wild or really prude and she's acting like, oh, I don't drink white wine on a Sunday at three. Bitch had five glasses. Oh, also she told us we weren't allowed to chew gum walking in. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden she was like, don't chew gum. And we were like, what? We're allowed to chew gum. Yeah, she becomes the queen of England. She becomes very proper out of the blue. So she's taking a dump right now while we're recording a podcast has absolutely no fucking respect for us. And then she'll come out and be like, I'm only wearing linen today. And you're like, what? Okay. That generation picks and chooses. Mm -hmm. Cherry picking. Cherry picking boomers. Uh, can we still say that? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, I Maybe not. Well, we, whatever. Robin cherry picks. Here she comes. I don't know. Do we need to look that up? Oh, maybe. But I think you can also like, I can go apple picking, which is not like a. Yeah. I don't, I don't dude, we don't know. Listen, listen, listen my grandparents is, actually used to be cherry pickers. Oh, yes. I'm, so we're on the come up. You know, you, you and I talked about this recently. If we were to have a farm, wait, what did you <laughs> ask me? Ray asked me, we were in the back of the car. We were coming home from, where were we coming Florida. from? Florida. And I was like, we were like, oh, like the world's ending. We're going to have to have a farm. And mm -hmm. I said, if you had to be a farmer, what crop would you grow? 
Yes. And we had a actual layered, serious discussion about what crops we grow. My crop, I said, was peaches. I'm right. a Georgia peach. Also, they don't grow in the ground. They're on a tree. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a tree is like a nice aesthetic. You could have rows of trees leading up to your house. And then on top of it, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have to, like, get down and pull. I'm just like, jingle jangle the tree. Right. And I said avocados. Right. Because you're Mexican. Because I'm Mexican. Uh-huh. And from California. Right. Avocados are a healthy fat brain food. They're going to keep us fed. And also the markup on avocados is astronomical. Literally. That is business. The inflation on avocados. You're actually, you know what, right? You're going to be soy rich. No, it's crazy. You know, we used to have an avocado tree and it was so plentiful that my grandma used to set a box in front of her house. It was like, take an avocado, leave a nickel. Uh-huh. And now I pay $6 a cado in New York City. Unbelievable. And they're never ripe. No. You know, avocados are very much so like Robin McMahon. They say they're ripe. They're in a mood. Like, you know what I mean? You get an avocado. You're like, okay, perfect. I'm going to make the perfect guacamole tonight. You get it home. None of them are ripe or all of them are brown or you never know. An avocado is a very delicate, fragile thing. Also, they'll turn on you in a dime. In a dime. Like Robin McMahon. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Robin's here. She will defend herself. We'll bring her on the podcast in about 10 minutes. She's finishing her. And I quote, I'm not getting on until I have my coffee and my everything bagel. (laughs) So we're dealing with a real diva. Her writer for this podcast has been insane. Wild. Wild. The demands. The demands. It's crazy. So let me just back up real quick and preface and just kind of catch everybody up to speed. So Robin and I filmed two solo episodes yesterday, just she and I. It's fine, but in the middle of it, Robin has to go to the bathroom. The editing was a nightmare. Then we come back from the museum. We record another episode. It just was a ghost file. It never actually recorded. So now this morning, I'm waking up. Shout out to my producer, Josh. I'm like, Josh, give me 10 minutes. I'll record a new episode. Everything I did yesterday basically got fucked. Like, I tried to do right yesterday, and it just wasn't working. It wasn't my day, so we're starting fresh today. Is this recording? Yes, it is. Thank God. So anyways... Ray is here. We're in a hotel room in Midtown Manhattan. And Robin will let you chime in in a minute. But for a while, Ray and I are going to talk about you in front of your face. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to do right by Robin. Bring her up. Bring her up for a girl's trip. Have a time. Have yes. a kiki. And, you know, she's she is wonderful to hang out with. She was, she'll never, always remind you she worked for an airline. So she knows how to travel. <laughs> never forget. Well, I'll hear the same seven stories, but she knows how to travel. But do you want to know what she tried to do? She had a tiny mini duffel like a handbag like a large handbag and she said she was going to put it in the overhand bin and i said robin Why? you don't travel the way i travel if you try and put a light duffel in the overhead bin when it will easily fit below your seat and you'll have plenty of room for your feet there'll be a fucking brawl like we didn't get upgraded we we're in delta comfort and i'm like you you don't do that you know everybody else has roller bags also or- your stuff's gonna get smashed exactly i said this is amateur hour so I don't want to hear that you worked for the airline for 20 years because everybody knows first rule of thumb, if it fits under your seat, that's where you fucking put it. Well, she did work for the airline 20 for 20 years, 60 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got to catch her up. Yeah. To the speed. Wright brothers were just getting started. <laughs> she, and, she and Amelia were good friends. Do you know, I had like four Halloweens that I dressed up as Amelia Earhart. No. And we were doing a history project, like the a literature project in school. And I, we had read this book about Amelia Earhart and that's what I dressed up as. Easy. Did I had, you have a fake sig? Because she notoriously was a chain smoker. I had everything. Are you kidding me? And I came in with the bomber hat, the leather bomber hat. Did you like disappear during the party and hope that people yeah, would come find you? 
hundred percent. I was just hiding behind a tree the whole time and nobody noticed I was gone. Not even your mother. That's like when school security wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parents could just show up, tap on the glass and be like, I brought cookies yeah. with nuts in them. There was no, there. Yeah. Was, it was loose. It was loose. I remember one year for a prank in seventh grade, we like hid in the convent. Yeah. Because like I went to private school mm -hmm. and we we're like, we're going to cut class. Mm -hmm. And we like, you know, we're smart. So we just hid in the convent and they didn't find us for four hours. The nuns loved it. They were like, can we make you lunch? Yeah. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. Didn't even think to tell the school, hey, we have four kids missing. Mm -mm. No, no. Yeah. That was loosey goosey. I mean, I understand. Listen. Being a kid these days, living in wild times. Although we were talking to our friend last night and uh -huh. they let their kids in New York just like get to school by themselves in like third grade. Yeah, ride the subway. It's cr I mean, I don't ride the subway. I don't ride the subway. Robin certainly isn't riding no. the subway. She was like mad to wait in the like barely a sprinkle last night for 90 seconds. Yeah, mom, your drama of like when we came out of Max's restaurant and then there was like a light sprinkle and you were like running for cover, like relax. You've had a bad hair day for the last 10 days. You lived in Miami. You lived in Miami. You live in Georgia now. We don't want to hear it. I can't. The drama. Yeah. It's literally like rest in peace to the Queen of England, which yes. I also think we need to discuss. Oh, yeah. That thought came to my mind because we're sitting in front of the Queen of Boston. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is what I'll say. Because I've had people DM me and say, what are your thoughts on the queen? Because I didn't really post about it. But I'm like, it's I, I have no skin in the game. We're not British. I'm not British. You're, well, I guess you're Irish. Yes. And yeah, you know what the Irish They hate? left. They fucking hate the queen. <laughs> yeah, they left. My people. <laughs> Diddy girls. The Diddy girls don't fucking like her. I don't, that got more Scottish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to work on that. This is what I'll say about the monarchy. Yeah, thank you for pulling the mic away while you're breathing heavy. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh my God. That was not Robin McMahon. That was a hotel guest next door that's really going through it. Wait, you guys did not just hear that. But as I went to take a breath, there's a woman outside our door who just went, oh. Mom, check her. Do you think she's okay? Pop your head Make out. Make sure she didn't croak. Elderly yeah. to elderly. Help each other. Yeah, elderly to elderly. Did you know that over 90% of women ages 19 to 50 don't get enough vitamin D from their diet. 95% don't get the recommended daily of omega-3s. Rituals Essential for Women 18 and Up Multivitamins was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill in those nutrient gaps in diets of women ages 18 and up with nutrients to help maintain brain health, bone health, and blood health and provide antioxidant support. Here's the thing. I love it. I love Ritual Vitamins. Listen, they took a look and literally, like, took a look at what women were needing. What were the gaps? They filled it in, and they took those things to the next level by investing in the gold standard for research and a university-led clinical trial to study the impact of their essential for women 18 and up multivitamin. What were the results? An increase in vitamin D levels by 43%, omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. That's freaking awesome. Also, I love Ritual because there's no shady stuff ever. They are committed to third-party testing from USP and the Non-GMO Project. They use traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients that always have a clear communication so you know exactly what's in your multivitamin and where it came from. I love Ritual. They make it so easy to ship right to my door. It's a known brainer. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash absolutely and turn your healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash absolutely. Again, that's 10% off at ritual.com slash absolutely. 
If your doctor can recite every line for the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off but can't remember your name, it's time to get a new doctor with ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. I'm in New York right now, and that's when I discovered ZocDoc when I lived in New York years ago. It's like you're running around, you need, hey, I need a gastroenterologist today. How do I get one? Well, you go on ZocDoc. It's an app, which is freaking awesome. Basically, you log in. You say, all right, I need to find a doctor who is patient-reviewed, takes my insurance, and are available when you need them. Well, you go on the free app, which is ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C, and you can find every specialist under the sun. So I need a dermatologist. I'm in lower Manhattan today. All right, type in. This is it. I've got this health insurance. I need to see a gastroenterologist. And it'll literally show you peer-reviewed, patient-reviewed doctors in your area that take your insurance and you can book directly from the app. Y'all, ZocDoc is an absolute no-brainer to me. It is the easiest way to find medical professionals in your town or if you're out of town, you just type in the information and it'll show you and you can book directly with those doctors through the app. You don't then have to like try and call the secretary and then, you know, they say like, we're out of the office from noon to four and you're like, oh, I can't get anybody. You can do it all through the app. I love ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash absolutely and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash absolutely. Again, that's ZocDoc.com slash absolutely. Okay, what were you saying? The queen. The queen. No matter what you think about the monarchy, which I don't, I watched The Crown, eh, whatever. I watch it. It was too slow. It was too slow. So slow. They Sorry won every Emmy and I was very upset about it. But I'll say this, totally respect her for being a woman yeah. and carrying the torch. For a, a long time. For a long time when women didn't have the job. Right. And let's let's talk about what the queens really had to do. Put up with their fucking idiotic children. Charles really screwed the pooch on that one uh-huh. by fucking over Diana, the people's princess, then dragging this old horse Camilla around and then you got Prince Andrew who's a fucking creep who doesn't sweat apparently oh who doesn't sweat okay he has a condition he doesn't sweat yeah explain that he doesn't sweat bullshit so it was there was the whole thing where he was accused by a victim of the Jeffrey Epstein case that he hooked up with her when she was a child and he was like he sweated all over me and his body and I just remember him being on top and he like the way he defended himself on national TV he was like well it couldn't have been me because I have a condition where I don't sweat and everyone was like that doesn't make sense there's photos with you and the girl you and the girl and that is for you know other people who are running docu-series to to figure out. But basically, it, like, the proof is there. You were a fucking creep. Uh-huh. And there's all these other photos of, like, the Queen of England hanging out at, I guess, like, a cabin that they have somewhere. And then there's photos of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell in a photo at the same cabin. So it's like Prince Andrew was taking these fucking creeps to, like, the royal family spots. Yeah, to their vacation homes. So I saw this thing on Instagram and it was just basically saying like the next lineage, right? Oh yeah, like where people like positions up or whatever. Exactly. So it's King Charles. Then the next in line would be Prince William. Yeah. All of his children. Then Prince Harry, all of his children. Lilibet's like, what? I think a year old maybe? Yeah, not even, I don't think. And then Prince Andrew. No. Yes, Prince Andrew. Andrew Andrew would be after the youngest of Prince Harry's children. Oh, wow. And apparently I watched like, you know, three minutes of the service yesterday because they had it on TV and people were screaming that Prince Andrew is a fucking creep as he's walking in the procession saying that he's a creep. I said, fuck it. Let him know. Yeah, he should know. 
respect the queen for what she did and the way she, you know, took care of the people. But also it's it's an archaic way of doing business. I can't believe it still exists. But did you see who gets the corgis? Who gets the corgis? Prince Andrew's ex-wife, Fergie. <gasps> really? She gets the corgis. You know, Fergie had, you know what happened with Fergie. So Fergie A did Weight Watchers. <laughs> And you know they didn't like her because she became commercialized. She did Weight Watchers. She was like a spokesperson for like English Weight Watchers for years. And then apparently she did some tell-all where she ratted out and told all the family secrets. It was like an undercover situation where they basically, they paid her and they got her to tell all the secrets. So she's been like excommunicated and banished from the family for a while. Well, she got the dogs. She got the dogs. That's a very Robin move. Mm -hmm. To spill all the family secrets, but she gets the pets. (laughs) I mean, she's currently spilling them right now, as far as we know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So whatever your thoughts are on the, the royal family, I mean, the colonizing of people, the, I mean, they did a lot of fucking shady shit. Okay. They truly did. And listen, grieve how you want to grieve. I don't need to grieve. I don't need to grieve. I respect the queen for being a woman in that position, but I don't buy into all the bullshit. I'm sorry. It's shady boots business. The firm killed Diana. You say what you want. It is what it is. She. That's all I live for is Diana. All I want to be buried with is my beanie baby, Diana Bear. Honestly, the one nice thing my mom did for me growing up, went to a fudge shop in Helen, Georgia, and bought me the Princess Diana beanie baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll remember that when she goes. I will. <laughs> <laughs> what was the song? Like a candle in the wind. That was a song that Elton John wrote for Princess Diana. Oh, right, 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 when she went. Yeah, that's what we're going to play at your funeral. We're going to play roll out the barrels, roll out the barrels, and then we'll play like a candle in the wind. And I'll wear like the Elton glasses. Yes. Yes. And Ray will be wailing and make it all about him. Of course. I can't Uh, wait. Me too. (laughs) No, we don't want mom. No, 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 we don't want you to go, but we can't wait for the Mm -hmm. drama. Yeah, the drama. There'll be so much drama. drama. (laughs) Finally, we'll get to control the air conditioning in the house. Honestly. Yeah. Finally, we'll get have a cool, breezy day at Chateau McMahon because <laughs> the nest won't be at 87 degrees. I'm waiting to come home some days and see Delta and Rigatoni sitting on the couch with ice packs on their balls, <laughs> smoking cigarettes, just like, we're trying to survive. Honestly, did your mom tell me that there's like a, a culprit in the house leaving all the fridge doors open? Oh. It's probably the animals. Right. Right now, all over our house. Okay. So we have the crushed ice machine in the kitchen. Then we have that wine fridge in the kitchen. So right now, there's signs on both of the doors that say, shut door. It just says, <laughs> shut door on a post-it note in like giant writing. And Jeff and I just keep giggling to ourselves because we know when Robin wrote it, she thought it in her Boston accent. She's like, shut door. <laughs> so every time I walk by the fridge, I just scream, shut door. And then on the back door, it says, alarm on. Like, it's put, like we've reduced to passive aggressive college dorm notes. It, dorm notes. Dorm. Remember the dorm notes. The dorm notes. And you'd be like, somebody ate my Weight Watchers. Did I ever tell you that Jenny and I were on? We did Jenny Craig. So my yes. friend Jenny Hurlbert, shout out to Jenny, love her. She and I both did Jenny Craig when we lived in a condo together, and we would just get blackout drunk and then come home and eat like two fish and chips Jenny Craig meals. Oh, yeah, me, Sam, and Mackenzie used to do the lean cuisines. Oh, the lean, lean cuisines, which is just weird to think that we are a microwaving plastic. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Two, what was that chicken? You know what I mean? It wasn't. 
It was. It wasn't. <laughs> just period. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I think I can't like do like prepared food meals like that. Oh, because that's of the, a the great trauma point. of the like the lean cuisine generation, the like yes. hungry man, which I never did, but I would always see the commercials on WWE. But like, that's <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I was a big WWE girl. I know, which is wild. And my last name's McMahon, and Vince McMahon owned WWE. Yeah. And so when I was at bars in college, I would always tell guys that that was who my dad was. And that's probably the reason why I never got asked out. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, he's going to sick somebody on us. Yeah, they're like, Triple H is going to show up and put us in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker's going to come. <laughs> he's going to come in a hearse. <laughs> Show up at my college graduation. Just a bunch of wrestlers in tow. <laughs> I thought I was going to be a surgeon or a WWE like professional wrestler. Like that's what I thought in my head. Really? On the pendulum of ways you could have gone. Uh -huh. Really swung both ways. Yeah, I had an obsession with Grey's Anatomy and with WWE. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So it was one of two careers. I thought I, when I was really little, I thought I was either going to be a teenager full time or a lifeguard. Oh, loved lifeguard, junior lifeguards. Oh. oh, when they would do the junior lifeguards like during spring break or summer and they'd be running and then like the hot older lifeguard would run by. I mean, I, you know, we're both private school kids. Yes. I also grew up at the country club where like the teen lifeguards for the summer, they were fucking everything. You wanted to be them so bad. I remember being a chubby seven-year-old uh -huh. sitting at the corner of the pool, eating my chicken tenders, looking at this cool girl named Allison who just like, she had just developed. She had like great boobs, you know? And I'm like yeah. this awkward chubby seven-year-old with like my weird, just like flat chest being like, one day I'm going to be like Allison. Like, she was, maybe she was like 16, you know? Like just the, the, the creme de la creme of cool girl. Yeah, and they would always, for us, it would be like, remember they used to get like the private 15 minutes, like they'd get their break. Do you remember that? Oh my God. And then God, we had to get break. out of the pool. And then like the lifeguards would like go swimming in those 15 minutes or they'd have to like work the snack bar. We like the lifeguards at yeah. Apple had to work the snack bar. Yeah. But you would always be like, so what's the gossip? Who are you dating? Who's dating? Like, yes. we're going to be you. And then you'd be like, can we please get on the high chair? Can we? And they'd be like, no. No, the high chair. All you wanted to uh -huh. do was sit on their throne. Throne. Look at that. Look at the, the, we just weave that right in. Yeah. And Allison would, like, that cool girl, she'd be having a linguine at lunch. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's how she kept her girlish figure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was ordering the, like, I was ordering, like, the Costco pretzels that you, like, get with the nacho oh cheese God. and the then, like, the best. Skittles and then the, like, snow cones. No, you know what my, like, summer pool snack was? I'd obviously hit the chicken tenders early. Right. Then I get a grilled cheese and they'd always keep a side of cheddar for me because it's easy to pull to do with American, but they, they didn't fuck around and do American for me. And then my thing was a chip witch. I'd get oh, yeah. the, the chocolate chip cookie with the ice cream in the middle that had the little chocolate chips on the outside. Uh -huh. I'd have three of those before 6 p.m. and my mom would pick me up and I'd be in a diabetic coma. <laughs> And then the cool girl, Allison, would like get in her Jeep Wrangler and she'd be like, Heather, are you okay? You're turning purple. <laughs> and I'd be so embarrassed. But I'm I, off duty, but I just want to yeah. make sure you're good. Like, are you good? Do you need mouth to mouth? And I'd just be like foaming <laughs> on the sidewalk because I ate so much junk. And Rob would be like two hours late because she never knew what time the club actually closed. No, literally, Ray, the owls and the bats would be out. I remember I asked you when I was in Atlanta a couple weeks ago, did Robin used to pick you up from school every day? And she were, you said, when she remembered. Yeah. Oh, Ashley has like layered trauma from the fact that like a mom was never on time. 
we never got to school on time in the morning and we never got picked up at the right time. Like I, I was, I don't mind being late to school, but I don't want to stick there after with all like the burnouts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to get out of there. <laughs> I got to get home to my snacks and to my Oprah. Oh, my snacks. And my, it was Ricky Lake for me. Oh yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell. Well, the Rosie that, O'Donnell show at oh, 4 PM. Oh, fire. Yes. I love Ricky. Maury. Maury. Maury Povich. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, who also probably loved the same shows as us. Allison, <laughs> the cool pool girl. And then she was always dating the guy, like, you know, it was always like a Matt, you yeah. know what I mean? Or, or a like Mike. Zach. A Zach. Yeah. A Zach. And Zach had like abs and he was like mm-hmm. super tan. He, he, they actually wore the puka shells back then. Yeah. Or they wore the like one seashell because like every lifeguard had always been to like Hawaii. They'd all been to Hawaii. Yeah. And they yeah. would like thrive. And then they would be dating and there would be some drama. And either he would date a younger girl. Or she would date a younger guy. Yeah. That's what would always happen with us. They'd yeah. Like start dating down to make the other one jealous. A hundred percent. That's it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then when they would like go out, like you knew when they were hungover, when they'd come to the pool, mm-hmm. you know, the next day, cause they were like partying that night yep. and they probably only had like three wine coolers. And I'm sitting over there just like, you know, doing laps in front of the cool kids, trying to see if I can get their attention. Yeah. And you like, yeah. Allison, I'm over here. Look at, look at the butterfly stroke. And yeah. you're like, she's so chubby. We feel bad for her. <laughs> They're like, she's so chubby, she'll still float. She'll still float. Also, you knew they were hungover because they'd be like slumped in the chair. In, in and the then throne. all of a sudden their like chin would like cock back yeah. and they'd like pass out for a second. <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, they were literally parting so hard on the tennis courts last night. Fall is here and I got to get a new wardrobe. I've thrown everything out of my closet. I've only kept a few staples, but I need to start replenishing the wardrobe. And you know what I love? I love Newly. Newly's freaking. Awesome. Here's the thing. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just 88 bucks a month. You get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose from whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going. Maybe you're going, you know, just a fashion week party. Maybe you're going to a wedding, whatever you rent it and they can send you premium stuff. One of a kind vintage pieces. It's totally up to you. You have access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. Newly stock styles in a range of sizes. This is the biggest thing for me. This is why I love Newly over any of the other stuff because they have from petite to plus sizes up to 5X and maternity. And that is so big. I want inclusion. I want to see that everybody can get something for their size. They carry labels like Free People, Selkie, Anthropology, A. Goldie, Lisa Says Ga, and Farm Rio. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, no laundry for you to worry about, and the option to buy what you love at a discount. Sometimes the items are up to 70% off. It does not get better than this. I freaking love Newly. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up for code absolutely20. Just go to N uuly.com that's newly with two u's and enter code absolutely 20 and sign up to get 20% off your first month that's n u u l y.com so newly with two u's with code absolutely 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes baby you know you can take action today for a healthier tomorrow and i'm talking about 
Everly well. Their at-home lab tests can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you become a healthier you. When you know more, you can do more. You know me. I am a constant science experiment. I am always wanting to figure out what is the root problem with things. Well, the cool thing is with Everly Well, it makes it so easy. Hey, listen, especially like if you've been experiencing symptoms and you don't know where to start, Everly Well is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards a better health and wellness. Everly Well's women's health test measures. 11, okay, not 10, but 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. So it's digital healthcare designed for you all at an affordable and very transparent price. That's what we've always loved. Listen, they have like a metabolism test. You can do just the women's health test. I did one of the tests just to see what was going on with like, you know, my overall wellness. And that's when I realized, oh my God, I got to get things in check. You know, my thyroid's low. The, the hormones are off. I friggin' love Everly Well. You can get certain things customized straight for you. I love it. Listen, for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off of an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash absolutely. That's everlywell.com slash absolutely for 20% off your next at-home test. Again, that's everlywell.com slash absolutely. Honestly, I never did it. I never became the lifeguard. It's because I was fat, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't either, Ray. I, we missed out. We missed out. But I will tell you, God, that is such a core memory of being a young youth, looking at these Greek gods of like teenagers. They could drive, you know, they were just oh, like, yeah. and you were just like, that's everything I want to be. Yeah. Well, they, and they would show up to the pool with like snacks yeah. that they picked up in their car. You yep. know what I mean? Like they would come with like a Starbucks or like a like some sort of like Slurpee or something. Nobody did Starbucks back then. What did they have? It was like a Dunkin'. Everybody was still on Dunkin'. Oh, maybe it wasn't Starbucks. What did they used? To, oh, 7-Eleven was a big oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. They would Quick go to 7-Eleven and like get like a big gulp. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show up with like the giant Diet Coke and just sit up there and roast in the sun. They never got a sunburn. Yep. Meanwhile, I have zinc oxide on my nose. Like it was, yeah, it was just such a core memory of wanting to be that. They were just the cool kid. Yeah. I was so insecure as a little kid, too, because I used to look at my mom all the time. Be like, are my boobs ever going to grow? And then they grew. They grew and they just kept growing. And now they're down to the fucking floor and I'm tripping over them every other day. But well, you'll get them fixed one day. <laughs> just got to elevate this podcast so you can afford it. But honestly, honestly, <laughs> we'll get them done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's on your vision board. And you know who's probably going to be my anesthesiologist? Allison. <laughs> Allison or Zach. Can't wait. Shout out to. Those cool kids. Anyways, what's going on? What else is new? Oh, speaking of doctors, walk us through your journey of possibly dying from a monkeypox vaccine. Oh, my God. Well, it was so I was trying to be responsible. Yeah. Be a pillar of the gay community. Yeah. Curb the spread mm -hmm. of the monkeypox. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've been suffering. As you know, I like already I'm a UTI survivor. Mm -hmm. So I'd gotten rid of one infection only to get a second. Basically, I had come back to, I'd been traveling with you and then I'd been in Boston. I came back to New York and they finally started giving out the second doses of the monkeypox because right. they had been like shortchanged or whatever. But they changed the way they do it. So they now, the, the first one they got, they just stabbed you in the back of the arm, like a normal COVID vaccine. Right. This one, they, they changed the way they did it and now they do it like a TB test where they do it in your, like in this, your skin. It's a dermal shot or something. I don't know. I didn't go to medical school. But basically, there is like 50% of the people are like, this is great because we can get the vaccines out to more people because they're splitting the dose. And then other people are like, it's really complicated to do the way that they inject that. It's very easy to get infected. It's like getting a TB test. Right. So basically, I went and got my monkeypox shot. 
Then I went to the Daily Front Row Fashion Awards. Then I went to dinner with you. Mm-hmm. And I was fine. Sunday, we go to the baby shower and I meet a very wonderful nurse, Molly. Shout out to Molly. Shout out to Molly. And she was so like, lovely. She was like, your arm's really red. And I go, I know. It looks like it's getting worse, right? And she was like, you need to keep an eye on that. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I, you know, I think I like itched it a little bit last night when I was drunk. I'd had like three martinis at dinner with you. And then I woke up. Mon- so that was Sunday. I woke up Monday and my whole arm looked like a sperm whale of it's- red infection around the site. And, and it, it went, it was going up, up my arm. arm. And then I was like, what happened? And I was sleeping in the night and I was like sleeping on my arm because I'm a side sleeper because I like, you know, sleep like a baby. And I was like, I can't feel my arm. I can't bend my arm. And I was freaking out. And then I texted Molly because obviously any medical professional I meet, I get their number. You know what I mean? Because we love like a telehealth appointment. I don't want to go in. I'm. I'm over it. I'm over yeah. the hospital. And she was like, no, you need to go. You need to go to the ER. You need to go to the urgent care. And the doctor said that basically it, the nurse either injected me wrong. Okay. Or I got like an infection from like the fabric that I was wearing or just like accidentally itching it. And so basically it's called, he believes it's called cellulitis. And I couldn't move my arm. I was going to lose my arm. I was going to be the new Captain Hook. It was touch and go. I spent, yesterday I was supposed to come Mm -hmm. to the museum with you guys. Mm -hmm. And instead I spent three hours at the doctor, one hour at the pharmacy, praying for doxycycling. Also, I'm the uninsured of America. So it was real. When when he told me that there was a chance I was going to have to go to the ER and possibly lose a limb, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so. We need to get that GoFundMe up real quick. Real quick. Also, your mom the day before was like, Heather, you need a charity. And I just thought. Here it is. Chubby friends with loose limbs. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people were looking at me on the streets wondering if I had leprosy yeah. or if it was gout because I'm obese. But <laughs> it's just a light skin infection from trying to protect the community. This I, is, in fact, a hate crime. It is actually, in fact, a hate crime. Yeah. I mean, listen, they're tr- they're out here. The devil is trying to get us every day and you have to stand strong. And I'm glad that you're OK. It already looks so much better. Yeah, it does. Right. Also, then also the doctor, this is the best part. The doctor was like, you need to mark the infection now because if it grows, then you need to go to the ER. So I had to go to dinner with you last night with like it, what looks like a huge sperm on my arm drawn like a big marker. Like, you know, when they used to like circle your fat in sororities, mm-hmm. that was what was on my arm. Yeah, they the, the problem is when they wanted to do that for me, they were just like, we don't have enough Sharpie. Yeah, they were just going <laughs> to fill you in. Because I put on 35 pounds the first semester of my freshman year. They were like, just just stand in this black box. Just go over there. Yeah. You know, this is also too, Ray, and I'm just, I'm not being conspiracy theorist on this, but I feel like, do they actually know what they're doing with monkeypox? I feel like they No, don't. they definitely don't. Because they don't. The, the like three f- homosexuals that follow me on the internet were like, that happened to me. And I was like, this isn't right. Yeah. I think they're trying to take a demographic out. Yeah, well, and I was trying to protect us. I was trying to lead. But see, this is what you do. We're trying to be pillars in our communities, right? Robin's trying to be a pillar for old white ladies. I'm trying to be a pillar for middle-aged white women. You know, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. You're in the- Big girls. Big girls. Big girl white women. Robin's the pillar of the thin, elderly, Yankee- Sassy, fermented, <laughs> redheaded- Artsy white Southern women. Yankees. Southern Yankee white women. Huh. What is my, I am acid reflux. Uh, riddled with eczema. Riddled with eczema. Infertile community. Infer- 
alopecia alopecia sufferers yes you know needs eyelash extensions that are always a little janky always always got to watch the camel toe always pillar of the camel toe community wide set vagina Mm -hmm. irish italian community you know (laughs) what i mean and i'm out here doing the best i can but it's for you ray as a chinese mexican gay what else is under great skin great skin cycling community cycling (laughs) it's hard and i I feel like they've targeted you they've targeted your community and i feel like there's i just feel like somebody's up to no good something and like this is the thing and everyone's like you did this to yourself because i am the chairman ceo and pillar of the unwell community Mm -hmm. but at what cost Mm -hmm. i wasn't prepared to lose an arm to me to keep that title no. You know what I mean? I couldn't walk around with one arm. Nothing is ever really worth losing an arm Because if you for. think I'm a monster now, oh, if wait. I was missing half a limb. Oh. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you right now. We, the joke in our family is, is when my dad got sick, right? And they thought for an inkling, for a split second, he could do chemo. Rob and Ashley and I all looked at each other. We we're like, we're not, I'm not fucking taking him to chemo. You know what I mean? Oh, you like, remember your mom was like pissed when he had a knee replacement? Yeah. She oh. thought she was going to divorce him because he, yeah. he had a knee replacement. <laughs> Literally, you were so mean about the knee. I mean, so mean. And we were like, I'm like, I'm not dealing with this jackass. No fucking way. No fucking way. So, I mean, obviously, I wish my dad was here. But like when dad was like, I'm going to have to go to chemo. We were like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't know how to knit i'm not making you a freaking beanie yeah i was like I'm, dad he would have been i love my father so much but we have to laugh about this because he would have been the biggest fucking pain in the ass to take to like medicine every day you know to take to the hospital every day he would have been trying to smoke a cigarette outside the hospital or like can i have a bacon egg or my dad being like hi can i get a bacon egg and cheese from the waffle house we're like you're on a vegan diet yes we're trying to rid your body of cancer right now no and he'd want to be drinking a giant diet coke full of chemicals and you would have gained 60 pounds eating all those cancer pops oh you know i would have i would have been wolfing down a baker's dozen of fudge sickle sitting there while he's getting his drip i couldn't have done it yeah, you get yeah. Yeah, because your mouth gets dry and it gets you get sore. So they got yeah. See, Robin, didn't, Robin, Robin didn't need to care what's yeah. no, Robin. We love you, and you were so wonderful to Dad when he got sick. We all band together and did what we could, but we on for my own for my own mental like self preservation, and I think also to like compartmentalize a trauma. He had to have gone the way he did. Do you know what I mean? It had to go quick. I mean, I say thank God. Because I have people that mess me all the time. They're like, my mom's been doing radiation for three years. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you do it. Like, I literally, genuinely, not to like turn it to serious, but I literally, genuinely don't know how people do that. I don't know how you do it. Well, you wouldn't have been able to do it. I mean, you're always injured too. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> and I'm the only person in my family who could carry my, physically carry my father. He was large. I was large. I had to carry him in the hospital. Like literally me and this young like nurse yeah. had to carry him in. And they were like, she she dipped out. Imagine if we had she to, literally like, rolled out. You know when like someone like passes out on a mountain and then they mm-hmm. like lay him in a tarp and you have to like drag <laughs> the tarp. <laughs> That's what mean you would have had me, you and Jeff would have had to drag your dad up to the third floor in one of those like Mount Everest tarps. Could you imagine? They like they like drop him off with the ambulance at the end of the driveway, and then we'd pull him up on a tarp at the, the, the top to the top of the driveway. Can you imagine? Yeah, he'd be like. He hit a bump. Yeah. And we'd be like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. You're lucky we're dealing with your ass right now. If my dad heard this right now, he'd be fucking laughing. He'd be like, no, I know I'm a pain in the ass. So he would have had the best time. The best time. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I mean, listen, that's why when you go through something dramatic, and we've said this, Ray, it's been very heavy the last two weeks. Yes. We've had friends go through losses. We've had friends going through just some heavy shit. We've been going through some heavy shit. You have to laugh at the dark, heavy shit because it's the only way we're fucking well, surviving. Well, that's the thing is like, so that, when I put the thing on the internet about my monkey pox and then mm-hmm. everyone's like, you have staph infection, you're going to lose your arm, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what? It's not lost on me that it kind of looks like a sperm and also yeah. a butt plug. Yeah. Like only me. I got the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. I tried to protect myself from homosexual sin and it ended up looking like I have a dildo on my arm. Yeah. And that's funny. That, and that is funny. The joke is on all of us. I don't own a butt plug or a dildo. Yeah. I should. But now that I've had one on my arm for 24 hours, uh-huh. I'm going to pass. It's no secret. Soda is delicious, but most are loaded with horrible empty calories and chemicals. So let me put you on one that tastes better and is better for you. I'm talking about Poppy. Poppy's friggin' awesome, okay? I keep it in my fridge. It's crisp. It's delicious. It's a prebiotic soda infused with apple cider vinegar and is a leading brand in functional soda. Created with real high-quality ingredients, it's changing the game for soda lovers with gut-friendly benefits wrapped in refreshing and delicious flavors. With just sparkling water, real fruit juice, and a tablespoon of pure unfiltered apple cider cider vinegar in each can. Poppy boasts yummy flavors like strawberry lemon, cherry limeade, and orange, as well as the classics we all grew up, including cola, Doc Pop, and root beer. Seriously, their Doc Pop flavor tastes just like Dr. Pepper, and their cola tastes just like Coke. It's fucking delicious, amazing. I freaking love Poppy. I'm so glad that they're a part of the podcast. With each can of Poppy pack with prebiotics for gut health and just 25 calories and five grams of sugar or less, this flavorful, full of function brand is just getting started to change the face of the soda industry for good. I freaking love Poppy. It's awesome. I have it every day. I love to pour it in a wine glass on a weeknight. I've also seen such a difference in my gut health. I freaking love it. And use code absolutely15. That's absolutely one five for 15% off on Amazon and get sipping. I have a gut feeling you're going to love these. Again, use the code absolutely15 for 15% off on Amazon. Try Poppy today. You're going to love it. It's P-O-P-P-I. Try all their delicious flavors and hey, do something good for your gut. You know what? I just bought the domain to dildos.gov. Okay. (laughs) Great business idea. No, I have a friend who, shout out to Emmy. She's like, just owns every website domain. She does it so quickly. Oh yeah, people do that. And we were, I made a joke at dinner the other night. I was like, yeah, dildos.gov. You know what I mean? And she literally was like, bought it. (laughs) Literally at dinner, she bought dildos.gov. I was like, this is amazing. Wait, but that was like a trick from Anna Delvey. That's what she would do? Yeah, she would she her whole thing would be like someone would insult her the concierge whatever and she'd be like what's your name and then she'd be like heather mcmahon mm-hmm. i just bought heathermcmahon.com and then she would like <laughs> rip them and like be like good luck like so when they google you your name would come up and she'd put nasty stuff on it like that was her whole thing wow uh-huh. i didn't know i never watched i i found it very boring i found the anna delvey story so boring because she was ripping off rich people <clears throat> snooze and then on top- i mean who isn't ripping off rich people exactly that not us yet um, yeah that you know scammers are our generation's reality stars now the thing this is a perfect time speaking of ripping oh, off rich people yeah, to bring trying in, to like sell art you to, know? yeah <laughs> speaking of ripping off rich people robin and i have been on an art journey right she has this incredible art business i'm about to bring robin in i'll let her speak for herself you know, we're just all in a creative situation where we, we need to see some fresh perspectives. So we've been hitting the museums. We're going to go to the Met today. We went to MoMA yesterday, which is a modern museum of art, right? And it was so alarming at the bullshit exhibits we saw. 
seven floors, set, like 65 galleries. And it was a bamboozlement on the art community, on the donors. I have never seen such bullshit. I'm going to pass the mic to you, Robin, because we only have two mics. I want you to describe some of the things you saw. I'm going to grab my cell phone here because I took photos so we can walk through it. Robin McMahon, the Red Contemporary Artist Extraordinaire. Good morning, and thanks for the introduction, Heather. I was so disappointed, alarmed, and shocked at the <laughs> MoMA. I could not believe it. My stuff's fantastic, and why I'm not in there is beyond me. They had 10 jars of pubic hairs. <laughs> 10 jars of pubic hairs and two jars of cut toenails. Robin, are, you this fan, are you a fan art. of the pubic hair? Are you like a groomed lady? Or like, what's your vibe? I went once. Oh, <laughs> if you want to give your mother-in-law or somebody you really hate uh -huh. a gift, give them a wax off. Is that what it's called? You know when they... <laughs> you mean a full Brazilian. A Brazilian. Give them a gift certificate for a Brazilian. Robin, I don't think I'm going to give my future mother-in-law a Brazilian gift I certificate. I mean, I could not believe it. My kids I'd talked me I'd rather give her a colonic. Yeah. My kids talked me into this. Uh -huh. And when At what she, age? What, just two years ago. A year ago. <laughs> and when she ripped that hair off, I saw stars. And then she... Where God split you? Or like... You, where you gave birth to Heather. Where I gave birth to Heather. Uh -huh. Then she wanted to get in with tweezers. And my hand came up and put it under her throat. You laid throat. hands on her throat. On her throat. Uh -huh. I said, you touch me and you're going through Wait, the wall. Robin, I love a wax. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm like, hurts. I can take on the world. That's like my elixir of life. Really? Like, I get a fresh wax and I'm like, watch out, world. I'm slipping, sliding, moving, and grooving. Oh, I am ready to conquer. Oh, I'm no. going to be the next president after I get a wax. No. Well, my girlfriends at my age say you have to do that because once you get a certain age, it turns gray. So, <laughs> said, well, Robin, you're an artist. You can get down there with a little co yes, food coloring. Yes, you your ass I could. Mine's not gray. <laughs> well, it's also not red. It's not red. That's for sure. <laughs> Somebody said to me the other day, they said, oh, I love your red hair. I said, Madison Reed. Honestly, Robin, wait, that's what you should do. That If you want to do a pubic hair art, you get all your girlfriends yeah. and you get them all different colors and you see and then you like, you know, pull them all together. Oh, then I have to touch it. No, <laughs> I'll pass. Okay. So you discussed the pubic hair and the fingernails that were in a jar. The other was bamboozlement gross. was there was just a wax shoe that had hair in the bottom of the shoe. Yeah. What's with all the hair? There were melted, I don't know how to describe the structure, just melted metal structures that looked like somebody took a shit on the floor. Like yeah. like melted doo-doo. Yeah, like when so Yeah, there were also these opaque jars that on the outside of the jar said vomit, pus, diarrhea. That's so 13 the movie. So 13, the movie. But what I'm saying, it was so dark at MoMA. Like, we're like, what the fuck is this? But Robin and I thought of a good was idea. Was this art made during pandemic or pre-pandemic? I wonder. I didn't look at the time. I didn't look at the, the, the date on the art. I just said, you know, they're in these wings. They'll say like the Geffen wing of the, the museum. And it'll say a dedication sponsored by another family. If if like I die and then that's what you give me as like a gift to the, the art community is a wax shoe with hair at the bottom and you call that fucking art, I'll burn the whole place down. So weird. It was, was ridiculous. Was it made out of earwax? I don't know what it was made out of, but I'm just walking around going, what is this? Then there was one other structure. It was basically they stretched pantyhose. So they'd take 
pantyhose, hang it upside down, stretch one leg, staple it to the one side of the wall. Take the other leg, staple it to the other side of the wall. On a corner. And then fill the middle so it looked like balls. balls, And they were just drooping on the ground. I'm like, this is not art. This is, somebody's getting bamboozled. There is a scum. It's literally not art. It's like what guys hang on the back of their hitches on a, t- on a truck. It, no, that's it exactly like, it what like it looked the, like. Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. And Robin and I are walking around like, this is insane. Robin, what else did you see that you just thought was bullshit? What about the rope? They just had rope wrapped around like a, one of those saw horses. Uh-huh. And I said, what the hell is this? Then they had a broken box hung on the wall that was dedicated to someone. Like a cardboard box? No, it was like a little wood box. And, and it was I broken? Said, and it was broken. And I said, what is this? Then we walked into a room where they had these great big cement blocks. And I said, first of all, how the hell did they get them up there? And second of all, (laughs) what is this? It made no sense. I mean, I thought, we've been bamboozled. Although, I think it was on the sixth floor. They had a Monet, which was beautiful. Of course. They had a Monet. They had a Matisse. And what was the other one that we liked? The Rothko. Maybe the Rothko. But yeah. that was about it. Everything else was, where and the no, hell am I? This and, is bullshit. And we have photos of this, Robin, because we all know you need cataracts. So I just oh. want to make sure you weren't seeing a mirage. No, I wasn't seeing a mirage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, Robin, you know, you've come a long way since I took over a couple weeks ago. Right. You've now agreed to get the cataract surgery, right? Yes, I'm And what's going to happen when you get the surgery? I'll have to wear a patch. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to wear an eye patch. I'll have to wear an eye patch for a few days, and I'll probably look like a pirate. Uh-huh. So I guess we'll like get into- Like the SpongeBob into... SquarePants guy. Right. So I guess we'll get into full garb. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be fine. And then you get to see, you know, 2020. My left eye is not that great. So if you come up to me and you talk to me on the left side, I have to feel I around. See ya. <laughs> come over to the right side. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yesterday was interesting. Oh, okay, well, the, the uh, maid service is here. Housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping. Uh, right. So you're going to have to wear an eye patch. Now, I feel like while you're in the patch, we should do a one-eyed series. So you make a bunch of art where you only have one eye. How do we feel about that? Interesting. And we'll call it, and we'll call it your Lisa Left Eye Lopez era. <laughs> Whatever happened to her? Didn't she burn someone's house down in Atlanta? You know what, Robin? I don't know. We're going to cut yeah. that out because I don't know. <laughs> Oh, she, she did? did. Yeah, she did. No, she did. And one of our friends was there and witnessed it. They lived in country. Her boyfriend at the time, or it might have been her husband. She got mad, lit a sneakers on fire in the bathtub and the house burned down. From the sneakers? Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, they melted it and put his hair on it and it ended up at the MoMA. Yeah. And it ended up at the MoMA. But yeah, she got in trouble for like arson. I'll, I'll look at, let me do the fact checking. Now yeah. I'm working as a fact checking producer while you guys are talking shit. Here uh-huh. you go. Yeah, so you're going to have the eye patch, Robin, and yes. then you're going to make some art. Yes. So what's, what are you working on right now? Can you tell the people any of the projects you're working on right now? No, I can't because I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I just finished Because it's top secret. Yeah. We are with. One of them is top secret. We are with MI6 right, right. now. The MI6. queen of Boston yes. <laughs> has no, a lockdown I, on her art. I just finished a piece for Brian Kelly, yes. which I hope he likes because Brian, I painted over the damn thing four times. You know, as a creative artist, you have to look at what you're doing, and I get lost in my painting. I mean, can I paint you a bowl lost of bananas? Because you're lost, lost because you're feeling it because you're yes. in the mood, you're grooving, yes. or lost because you can't see, hear, or smell anymore? I can. 
Raymond, you're such a bitch. I said you were. But I thought gay people were nice, Robin. Yes, most gay people. No, all gay people are nice except you. You're the bitch. So, Robin, you've been doing this thing, which I love you, and you don't mean to do it intentionally, but you keep saying, gay people are nice, as if we're not nice, as if we're not equal humans. And now that's not what you mean. No. But you keep saying it in, like, rooms filled with lesbians and homosexuals, (laughs) and I have to be like, yes, Robin, we are nice. Yes. I had such a good time at the baby shower. You sure did. You I got had you got bombed. Blast. Do we need to have an no, intervention? I did not get bombed. You I had came two... up to me and said, "I'm bombed." No, I said I could be bombed. <laughs> I <laughs> I had... and now we have dementia. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I had two glasses of wine. And I thought mm, I better cool it right now. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's, when we, and that's some, when we stuffed a taco in your taco. Yes, you did. You did. But I met some great people. Did you meet any men? Because there was word on the street you were trying to pick up people's men. No, I wasn't. I was just chit-chatting. There wasn't anybody straight there. There really wasn't. No, yeah, actually, you're guy. right. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, yeah, you're actually right. There weren't a lot of, you know what? And that's the way it should be. I'm tired of being surrounded by heterosexuals, yourself included. <laughs> If you're going to keep saying gays are nice, yeah, I'm done with are. the heterosexuals. Okay. No, I, I love you. Yeah. You're, you're a I good time. I met my new best friend. I want to give him a shout out. Can I not give a shout out to John? Because I loved his shoes. Okay. Didn't you like his shiny shoes? Honestly, I didn't even pay attention. Oh, okay. It's fine. Hi. But anyways, let's circle back to the art. So you're getting lost. You're doing a yes. bunch of art. What's next? What What's like? What's the goal? I'd like to get into Basel. Art Basel. Yes. yes. So you're going to you're going to be at Art Basel. Yes, I want to be in Art Basel. You're going to have to go back to Florida. That's fine. That's fine. That's where you met the love of your life, right? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. I love Doc. And what did, what here. what secret did you tell us the other week? About what? I don't know if Heather wants me to share this on the podcast. No, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. The craziest place that Robin had sex, remember? Oh, I think it's the <laughs> No. I'm yes. Not here. It was at the airport. See, this is when Robin goes to prude. Yes. See, this is a perfect example. So Robin's talking about farts and pubic bushes. And then the second we bring up the love of her life and her husband. She all of a sudden clams up. Robin. She clenches. Mom, I know that you and dad had sex all the time. I am glad that I grew up in a household where parents loved each other. But all the, like sometimes you will just flip on a dime and be like, oh, oh my God, I'm not talking about that. You become a nun and it's bullshit. To tell the people what they want to hear. Where did you do it with Kyle? Where in did a, you commit original sin pre, pre-wedding? Out in of, an Eastern Airlines truck on the ramp when he was a supervisor. <laughs> Eastern Airlines is defunct. I thought I would spice it up. He was 11 years younger than me. Uh-huh. And, you were trying to uh, lay in the ring. He talked me into it, yeah. But on his <laughs> but on his deathbed in the hospital, yes, yes. he wanted me to give him a blowjob. I said, Kyle, you have a catheter up there. He said, Otherwise, so you would have. Probably. <laughs> wanted to keep him happy. You know what, Robin? You just hey. you are you're just the you are a lot of people's spirit animal. And I don't mm. know if we can say that anymore, but your goals to a lot of people. Yes. I don't know. I think there was something that's like, it's like a Native American thing. I think I, oh, I think we okay. can't say that. But you are people's goals. Let me tell you, there's only three things that keep a guy happy. Feed him, fuck him, and give him the remote control. I'm over the remote control. I'm okay. over that because, listen, we're ladies who like to watch TV, too. We're oh. women in comedy, all right? We want to we wanna giggle. I want to watch a Netflix documentary about a murderer. I want like I don't want to watch sports. I'm over the sports. Well, you know what I mean? True. I got a UTI at a golf tournament. How'd I'm done. How'd you get a UTI at a golf tournament? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> right. Do we well, need if to only talk? You knew what I, if only you knew what I was doing in a truck oh. out on the tarmac. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what else? What are you excited about to do in New York? You're in New York. You haven't been here in a long time. Right. I'm excited about going to see Funny Girl tonight. Yeah. And then I thought we were going to the Carlisle to have a glass of wine. Oh yes, you want to go where the you want to go where an older generation go to have a nice cocktail. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I think people, per, I think they have live performers there, so that would actually be a good time. Yeah, I think they have like they usually have like a singer or somebody will perform in the bar. I'm pretty sure that's what they're gonna. But we're also gonna go to the Met today. And you're gonna yes, skip, I, I will love that. And are you gonna bring your magnifying glass so you can see the dresses? <laughs> he, he's such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom, please go get in the shower and get ready. Okay, Ray and I are gonna wrap up the podcast, <laughs> and th- we just needed to end it on he's such a bitch. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. So Robin, Robin's just been thriving. But I'm telling you what, I'm telling you what, we were on one at this museum yesterday. It was just like, like, it is such a fucking scum. You know, it's also scum. The fact that we were not asked to go to New York Fashion Week. What? I'll tell them, guys, as always, you can find Robin's art at theredcontemporary.com. That is theredcontemporary.com. We're taking her to our Basel this year, though. We're, that's the goal. We're taking yeah. her to our, our Basel. But anyways, yeah, it's all a scum. So I can't believe you kept going. Seven floors? Well, because we were just like, you know, there's photography, there's sculptures, there's, you know, the pantyhose exhibit. I mean, there's so much. I was like, surely we're going to turn the corner and something's going to make sense. Yeah, like something will get good. Let or we'll s- find something that we like. It was a real bamboozlement, and I just, I was angry. I was angry for other artists who... I don't know. You know, art is in the eye of the beholder, right? right? It's all about your point of view and your perspective. And I just kept running. I, I literally was just walking through MoMA screaming, Allah, I'm on. Scum. This is a con. Shut the door. Shut the door. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> like, like, literally, I just didn't. It, it was just wild. Oh, wait, that reminds me. I saw this beautiful painting. I'm going to show you after of these mm-hmm. cheetahs. We have to find this artist. Okay. Oh, and I saw it at my friend's house in Beacon mm-hmm. up in upstate. She found it on the street. <gasps> oh, I love street like, art. Like, that's real art. Yeah. That's real fucking art. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what, that's art. I want cheetah art off the street yeah. where a guy's been sitting in the corner baking in the sun on the corner of, you know, Prince and Broadway out there selling shit that he's doing from scratch fresh. A la Leo, Titanic. Exactly. Not the bullshit. You sit in a cushy studio for six months. You go down to the art supply store with an unlimited credit card. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Paint me like a French girl. Paint me like a French girl who's fighting for her life. And that's the thing in comedy. Comedy will always be gringy, grungy, like you're doing it. You're on it. It comes from an honest place. You can't censor it. And I, you know what I will say? You know, there's a, there's a level of imposter syndrome that we all get. We all experience. I mean, right. there were so many moments on my last tour. I was like, why are people coming to see me? And then I do the show and I'm like, I'm actually fucking fantastic. <laughs> but I had a moment yesterday in the museum. I was like, no, no, you need to trust your instinct as an artist that what you're doing, like, don't, you have to get out of the art of comparison. You have to like, anything you're doing in your life, not worry about what everybody else is doing and stay in your fucking lane. Because yeah. if this shit can fucking make it, so can you. Right. That's, and that that is actually a great thing to think. Apples are apples, oranges are own, oranges. You know what I mean? It's two different things. Yeah, and scammers are and fucking. And apparently, scalming. there's room at the MoMA for everyone. 
I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate from some art curators, but I would be willing to bring them on the podcast. Let's go toe to toe. 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 You know, we'll use our brains. Oh. You use your brains. We're going to we're going to go for the it. best was this. I'm showing Ray <laughs> this video and I'll put post all this stuff when the podcast comes out so you can see it. There was just a bed, just a bed, a single twin bed in one of the rooms. That was it. It's very Britney Spears, tiny furniture in the background. Wait, we have to talk about. Hold on. <laughs> we can't close the podcast without saying this. Brittany has now come for fat people, and I'm upset about it. I mean, as pillars of the obese community. She posted the other night. And listen, we have all been treading so lightly. We're all glad that Brittany's we free. We still love Brittany. We still love Brittany. We all love that Brittany's free. I think she should have control of her own money. I think what they did to her for years is fucking terrible. I think she should have control of her own body. I think she should yeah. have control of her own love life. However, I will I, say we're concerned again. Again. Because And we are allowed to be concerned. You know, she's going through something. We know she's going through something. An identity crisis, if not, because she she was held against her will, essentially, for all those years. And it's going to take a while for her to get back to a yeah. place where maybe she feels confident or strong and completely whole. We understand that. But she came for big girls. She came for big girls on her Instagram. And I'm going to read it real quick. So it's a quote by one of my favorite comedians, Rodney Dangerfield. And it says, I found there was only one way to look thin, hang out with fat people. So I'm thinking she's just going to come. I think I'm going to scroll down to the her little caption. It's going to be like having a chubby day. And I'm like, girl, same, same. It says the following. I wish I could have chosen the nannies for my children, my dancers. I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small. I mean, why not talk about it? Don't you think my confidence would have been a bit better if I could have chosen where I live, ate whom I called on the phone, dated and who I was on stage with me? It's hard sometimes now to see how much of my womanhood was stripped away at the time and every person sat back and didn't say a thing. Anyways, I'll be here talking about things people never talked about. Okay, here's the latter part. Here's the latter part. But why is it that... <laughs> why is it that she has to say... It, it, she's basically saying that Christina had bigger dancers and that her dancers... Made her look thin. Made her look thin based on their size. So it's shade to another woman. And to the dancers. And to the dancers. Because she's comparing her dancers versus their dancers. And mm -hmm. it's like, I understand she's working through a lot, but let's not do that. Let's not bring, you know, as pillars of the thick community, we didn't want to be a part of this. Yeah. And I get what you're trying to say, but also don't re rehash the beef with, with oh. Christine Aguilera. She's a fighter. Yeah. Uh, and she fights dirty. She fights dirty. <laughs> And so this post has 27,000 comments Whoa. and people are like, please delete this girl. This is, <laughs> this post is not it. No, not the fat shaming. You need to delete this. Hey, Brett, Brett, you still got time to delete this. I mean, it's just like, oh, we're tread, we're treading a fine line of when do we let her say whatever she wants, but also don't bring, don't bring Christina Aguilera I know, like, why this. Why reignite that fight for no reason? Because like, <sighs> that's the whole thing she was saying is that, that people controlled her and that was like, I don't think they had a beef. That was created by the media. That was the whole thing. Oh, Robin's sneaking by. Robin's completely naked, just <laughs> running through the hotel room. I mean, listen, do I keep you around because it makes me look thinner? For sure. Oh my God. That's what she says now. Wait, wait, wait. Just wait. Wait till I'm thin and nasty. Oh, no. It, 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 my dream goal is for us to be so thin and so nasty. If you think we're going to be thin and nice, 
the fuck we are. We'll be at Fashion Week. Just munching on a celery stick being like, you guys are just all fuckers. We'll be like your mom heckling the models. Mm -hmm. For sure. Oh, we'll be heckling the models. For sure. Anyways, you're a bitch. Never forget it. (laughs) I love that Robin was like, Raymond, you're a bitch. And then just ran and took a shower. She just ran away. All right, guys. Listen, we've covered a lot today. I appreciate you bearing with me. We have had so many technical difficulties in the last 24 hours. I'm about to upload this to my computer and pray that this actually took. But as always, you know, I like to keep it real on this podcast. There's absolutely not from art scammers to the royal family to just, you know, the monkeypox vaccine. We're out here breaking down real life issues. That's right. We speak the truth. We speak the truth. We'll be back on the hotline next week. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. And in the meantime, between time, I love you. I mean it. Let me know what you're what you're getting into. I want to hear about some absolutely nots in your life. What's going on? I hope we're all getting to a good place. I know we've been going through the thick of things. And it feels like sometimes we're wading through jello. And the jello, that is the trauma of life. Or my belly. Or, or raise midsection. <laughs> but you know what? One step at a time, we're going to get to the other side. We are. I love you. I mean it. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. See you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.